Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, and today I'm sharing one of my personal sessions with you. So the session that I'm sharing with you, Sarah Leverett, she's been on this podcast many times. She's my co-creator in the hypnotic arts training. She facilitated this past life regression for me in November of 2022. So like three months ago or so. And uh, I just listened to it, re-listened to it. And what I did was I, I always take out the long, long pauses it's really common when you're in trance to like take a long time to get the information or I sh not a super long time, but like a long time that would lead to like just maybe a par painful audio. So as I have described before, the same is true here. So I just really reiterate that to tell you if you're a hypnosis facilitator, if you're a hypnosis client, when you listen to these sessions, I'm taking out a ton of silence and thinking and airtime. So I just want to say that again. Um, so it clips along, there definitely are pauses, but just wanted you to know that. My intention for going into this session was really to examine the heightened anxiety I was feeling at the time. So November of 2022, I had been feeling just way more anxiety, things that used to invoke maybe a little nerves would invoke like this real panic feeling in me. So everything just seemed to be heightened. And I just wanted to know, like I could logically point to like things in my life that would be like, oh yeah, I can see I'm moving through some changes um, that would create anxiety, but it just seemed like such an exaggerated response in my body. So I wanted to see like, is there something more I need to be learning here? And then like, how can I take care of myself? How can I get myself out of this space? So it was really just, I want to experience a life that'll help me understand or <laughs> help me move forward with that understanding out of this heightened state. So what I will say is three months later or so, uh, I can look back and be like my driving in the mountains anxiety, like on steep, curvy mountain roads, that has come down like 80%, which... Holy shit. And that was after this past life regression. So just, I think it's like when we can bring the unconscious to the conscious mind, that alone is healing. Like, oh, maybe this is why I'm having an exaggerated response. And and then with that extra 20%, I mean, it's a rough estimate, obviously, but with that extra little bit... Um, I did some exploring like with other with another intuitive and then I did just my own internal introspection that just kind of happens um, on a regular basis, on a daily basis, maybe even um, was able to dig in and find like ways. Oh, I'm still very much working through it. I'll say that. But I am working with like grounding down, rooting, even speaking to the mountains that I'm on, speaking to the earth, which is you know, just something that I do naturally anyways. So it's like, oh, that's kind of like a fun new way into that and possibly could help me with like the extra um, outrageous anxiety that I feel. Or I should say, it's just not that the anxiety is bad. Like some of the roads that I drive on, it's like, yeah, I think everybody would be scared on this road. But like the panic is just way more than it's ever been for me. So really just kind of finding my way through that. And I am way better after having this session, but it is still something that I grapple with. And I'm someone who is like, 
feels bad about feeling bad, you know, feels bad about how anxious I am, feels bad about, I don't know, all the care I need. And sometimes when I have like a reaction, it's almost like my reaction to that reaction is the worst part. So like when I'm driving and I feel that anxiety, it's like my reaction to that anxiety just ratchets it up. And it's like, um, not nightmares, it's like daydream nightmares. <laughs> like I can't stop my mind from thinking of certain things, which then makes it even worse. So with that vein, like just as I observe myself, I can see that there is like an extra piling on there that doesn't need to be there. And it's all happening inside my own mind. And what's so interesting is like that wasn't that wasn't necessarily totally clear to me until after I had this past life regression. Um, in this past life regression, I'm on a red planet again. I'm working with a mentor and he, I feel like I'm still learning from him, re-listening to this and observing less from my point of view and more like my point of view plus the mentor and maybe what he would have been going through has been really illuminating on a few levels. So I feel like I'm talking on a really high level, but it's all, there's so much detail in these things weave together that I'm trying to not make it totally generic, but if I don't, I feel like I'll be talking here for two hours. And I guess when I say that, what pops in my head is like, if you have had a past life regression, a hypnosis session, whether it's with me or someone else, and you've been like, maybe I should re-listen to it. Like, this is me just validating that. Like, I was excited to re-listen to this one, and I learned even more. Uh, the second time through. And I, I think it's so cool how these sessions just keep giving and giving and giving. So a few things I want to pull out just to highlight and explain or give some context to before we go into that recording. And I'll start with this idea of that people are like, I don't know, am I making it all up? And I think, as I have said many times before, if we are making it up, I'm even more impressed, <laughs> honestly. And I think of it like when I was re-listening to this, like the storytelling of how how the memory comes in and the way that forms the story to me is just very, very interesting. It's like we start on one little detail and zoom out and just get more and more and more information about that life, how it relates to our intention for going to experience that life. And to me, it's like, oh my gosh, I couldn't make this story up and I wouldn't be able to tell it in a way that is like as fascinating as it came through in this past life regression. So to anyone who's having those thoughts, I don't know, am I making it up? Or is this all made up? Is this really happening? It's like, it doesn't feel that way to me. Um, and knowing my internal workings and my history, it's like, I couldn't write this story. Like if I sat down um, to write a story, this would absolutely not be it. So the recording opens up and in the first scene, I'm in that red rocky landscape and I think it's pretty interesting like how I've relayed how it came through. Like, yes, I'm on a red planet. I don't know if it's the same red planet that I've been on before a couple times. Uh, as I've shared on the podcast, I've had a few lives that were on red planets, and this one was almost like generations after one of those. So you'll have to wait for that. Um, one of the things I wanted to clear up in that first scene is um, what I didn't share was the induction. So that part where where Sarah, the facilitator, is getting me into that space. She 
part of it was like stepping through a waterfall. And so you don't hear that. But what you do hear me is referencing that part of the induction. So I just wanted to uh, give you some context there. When I talk about stepping through a waterfall, that's how I was actually getting into the past life scene. That was a part of the induction. And I have, so that was in November of 2022. In June of 2022, I was kind of spontaneously introduced to a spirit guide who I still don't know a ton about, but it presents itself as a rabbit, like kind of like a like a jackrabbit, but also kind of like mixed with could be an Alice in Wonderland character. And he came into my mind spontaneously, which is a really long story, which um, if you have questions about that or anything in this past life regression, I just want to call out right now, go to pastlivesalandivine.com. If you click on podcasts, you can click ask a question. So if you listen to this and you're like, oh my gosh, what what happened with this? Or you have a question based on, you know, your perception when you're listening to it and you want to ask me, I would love to answer it. And if you have the question, other people probably do too. Okay, so that's the context for the waterfall and the rabbit and the spirit guide. I just wanted you to know that. And speaking of questions, a question that I get a lot is like, I'm afraid of what I'm going to see in a past life regression, or I just know I had a violent past life or an awful death. Going into this experience with the intention of exploring my anxiety and maybe even specifically to my fear of heights, I was like, that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to be like, I want a past life regression to explore my fear of heights was because I was like a little afraid of what I would experience, like the panic that I feel when I'm like going down like a steep mountain grade that's like, you know, two fucking lanes and it's curving around a mountain, super tight curves where it's like, if my brakes go out, I am dead. Like, (laughs) and I'm going to have a front row seat to it all. So it's almost like that fear was blocking me a little bit, but we listen to our intuition, right? And it's like, well, I know it's a part of my anxiety, so I'm just going to go in there with that. And what I get is what I get. And you can hear uh, in the final scene of this life, I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear it. And I don't know if I can hear it because I can remember how I felt, but I was like legit out of breath. Like I'm even feeling a little out of breath as I think about it. But as I was describing what was going on, I could feel it coming. And the death was like basically what I'm afraid of when I'm driving on a mountain road. And you can hear my body having that reaction because I'm like short of breath. And just I feel like my words are a little more clipped. In all of that, I was feeling the panic. My worst fears were coming true. And when we're in that trance state, it's just like our minds and our bodies are two separate entities. So when I'm just like in the third dimension driving on a road that's scaring the shit out of me, like my, I cannot separate my mind and emotions. They seem like one. But when I'm in trance and what I gather from my clients when they're in trance, when they see a traumatic scene, it's almost like we're just able to completely observe how our, how our body is having this reaction. And it's like what's disconnected is our mind 
then taking it in that conscious state and being like, what does this mean? What does this mean now? What does this mean forever? What does this mean for me? What does this mean for everybody else? What does this mean for everybody else who thinks something of me? Whatever it is that our mind does, it makes it so much worse. And I don't know, maybe you hear that and you're like, I don't really get that. But to me, that was a really good reminder and a really good experience to be like, yes, this is the truth. And yes, this like apply this to the times when you feel anxious, Gina. And even my mentor touches on it, which I didn't put that together till I re-listened it, how my mentor talks to me about that, about like preserving the mind and how the mind is like the real work. Oh, you guys, this was just such a good, I feel like on some levels, I'm still processing this past life experience, which has been really interesting. Something that I had completely forgotten and something that I'm going to use in meditation going forward is that idea of my mentor putting his hand on my chest to like calm me down and to even to like put my hand on my chest to calm me down. Like that was a really good reminder. And if I didn't re-listen to it, I believe that even if we don't re-listen, like this stuff is in our subconscious mind and it'll come up when it needs to. And just like everything else in our subconscious mind, it is influencing how we move forward, whether it's consciously or not, like whether we're seeing it or experiencing it consciously too. And again, with that mentor in re-listening to it, re-listening to it in the new year, now we're in the new year, and I don't know all the details behind like picking your word of the year, but I like last, I don't know, October, November, December, just had this feeling of like, I need to get better at this like healthy detachment, right? Like in, instead of being totally enmeshed or totally boundaried, like to me, that middle ground is very, very <laughs> scary and also hard to navigate. And in re-listening to this, it was like this mentor was mentoring me today on like another technique in that healthy detachment. Like I care, but I'm not enmeshed. You know, I'm not totally influenced by you. I care about you, but I'm not trying to fix your fucking life. And so to look at him and experience this memory of him with this idea of like a new year, healthy detachment, it was just like a, a nod to that and really a nod to me and me listening to my intuition and having it be validated like, oh, yeah. And even that came up with my in my 2023 forecast session with Meredith that I do every year. She was like, astrologically, your theme this year is detachment, healthy detachment. And I was like, well, shit, I'm already thinking of that. And that is so cool to be able to be like, oh, my intuition was already getting that. You know, validation when we're told our whole lives, like, that's not true. That's not logical. You're crazy. And just to see that and to be like, I really can and I really am helping myself. And it's subtle and it's so quiet that it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it, it it's huge. So again, if you've been thinking about re-listening to your hypnosis session, this is your nudge to do it. I learned again, like through this and learned from a different perspective. I'm a different person than I was three years three years ago, of course, three months ago. But we all are, right? Especially I feel like in this, this world is so uncomfortable that we're all being pushed in our own way to like change, grow, evolve, mend, heal, tend, have compassion for ourselves. 
I hope that you listen to it and like, I don't know, get something from it, even if it is just entertainment. It's not just entertainment. Joy, laughter, all of that stuff is good. In re-listening to it, I was fucking crying again. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if, you're, if you cry easily like me, maybe don't listen to it in public. Or do. Fuck, show everybody your tears. Let's get used to it. <laughs> Okay, two more things before I get into this session. If you listen to this session and you're like, I want a session, I want to do this, you can go to pastlivesandthedivine.com. I have a free at-home past life journey that you can download. And with that comes a PDF of like how to use it, how to set up your space. So do that. Um, whether you're craving another past life regression and can't get on someone's schedule or you've never done it, go to pastlivesandthedivine.com and there is your free intro into a past life regression. You can do it at home. You can do it wherever makes sense to you. And if you, like me, are just on a journey to understand like who I am, how my intuition comes in, how that's changing and evolving as I change and evolve, then you're going to want to get to my Understanding Your Intuition workshop. And that is on February 15th. And if you go to pastlivesandthedivine.com, you can click on Work With Me click on that workshop and get signed up for that. It's on February 15th and there will also be a replay. If you're listening in the future, my intention is to share workshops in the shop, the replays that you can just download at any time. So if you're listening way in the future um, and that sounds interesting to you, you can go to my shop, that pastlivesandthedivine.com, click on shop and you can find that workshop there. It's called Understanding Your Intuition. Okay. That is all my housekeeping for today. Are you ready? Gather around the fire for my latest past life regression. Are you inside, outside, somewhere else? I'm outside. What else are you aware of? I'm... I'm a man and I'm, <clears throat> I'm following a man. I'm an adult, but I'm like a young adult and I'm following an older man and we're not like blood related, but he, he's like my mentor or something. He's, we're walking and I'm following him and listening and he's talking and pointing things out. I get the sense that like I'm taking over a job for him or I'm going to be helping him. And I'm, um, I'm not bored, I'm interested, but I'm kind of like half listening and it's like, it's like my soul is just like really happy to be here. Yeah. It's like a soul knowing of... Um, like if I was meant to do this work or be wherever I am. 
Does anything in particular stand out about the landscape? Yeah, I think I'm on the red planet again. It's a planet that's just, it's small and it's got just like that red rocky landscape. Are you aware of any other beings nearby? No, this man who's my mentor, he's the only one, but he's I get, he's telling me like, who comes here, why, what for? And it's more so just like, I don't, I don't, my job isn't like managing them. It's just, he's telling me so I know just everything I need to know about being on this planet. And so like no one else is here with us, but he's he's talking about other people and and yeah, I don't know what, but no one's there, but people come here. What is it about this job that feels so good to your soul? It just feels like home. Yeah. It's like I I don't get to go here much. When I do, it just feels so good. Yeah. It's almost like I could be doing any job as long as I was here. Is there anything about this mentor's energy that stands out as important to you? So during the whole induction, it was like I was listening to what you were saying But this like story was unraveling in my brain at the same time. And it was like this, man, I don't even fully know, but my, the spirit guide that I have been introduced to most recently is kind of like a, a rabbit. And he was showing me our relationship. And it was almost like, I don't watch Star Wars. I don't know anything about it, but the, 
I don't know, the main character with the bowl cut and like how he's kind of learning stuff. It was kind of like that. Like this rabbit was showing me. I don't that's not a great explanation, but and then it was like when I stepped through the waterfall with him, he turned into this mentor. Wow. And, and so I think I think that there's a lot of in this memory, I don't know him well. And it's more like a reverence, like from a distance. But I get the sense that it's like just the beginning of, I don't know, I guess something that we've been working on for a while. But in this memory, it's just like a real calm energy. And I'm just fully present, just learning. But it's, it's like now he's one of my guides, I guess. Yeah, but it's calm and caring. Is there anything else that you'd like to explore in this particular scene? Yeah, we're walking up to this ridge. So I just want to feel what it feels like to stand on top of it and not be scared. I'm just going to do that right now. Yeah, absolutely. How do you feel standing there on this ridge? Yeah, it's like I'm I'm not even Oh. Yeah, I guess I'm just like totally following his lead. And so I'm not even thinking about being scared because we're not even talking about it. It's just like, we got to go up here so we can see this and talk about that. And so it's almost like I'm still just so focused on him. I don't, feel what it feels like up there. What happens next? Nothing. Um, but it's almost like I feel bored. I don't know why that stands out. Like, like when you're being trained in a job, even if you want it, like the training can seem boring. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know if that's like a significant piece or something, but I, yeah, I'm just kind of like bored. Yeah. You ready to move on to the next scene? Yeah. All right. So just feel your awareness moving further from this memory. And eventually 
It'll join the stream of consciousness pulling you in the direction of the next scene of importance. Just allow yourself to move in whatever direction that is. Easily and effortlessly, you'll find the next time, the next place. You'll be there in three, two, one. Allowing the details to come in effortlessly. When you're ready, just tell me what you're aware of. I'm about the same age and I'm inside this mentor. I feel like his name starts with a G. I don't know, just get the letter G. I'm inside like where he lives and it's just like this really simple like kind of bunkhouse um there's kind of like two sleeping areas and then like a a common area kitchen living room and I feel kind of I'm like happy to be here but I feel like homesick it's kind of the homesick you feel sometimes after a big change and I kind of feel like this role is like a lifetime role. And so it's almost like my mentor's mentor died and that's why I'm here. And so when my mentor dies, then I'll bring in someone who I will mentee. And so I'm just kind of like, it just, it very much feels like I'm in someone else's living space. And I know that someday it won't feel like that, but I'm just like very much in that space of this isn't home yet, but I'm like kind of, I'm happy to be here, but homesick for what was. Do you get a sense of where home was for you? Hmm. I think it was a planet that is similar to Earth, but is a lot more treacherous. And I, I've been there a couple times in my like sleeping dreams. And I've been there. It was where I finished a life that I worked on a red planet. So I almost feel like I'm a part of that legacy. Like it wasn't earth, but it was a lot like it. And it was one of the reasons why I like retired there. And I get the feeling that in this life, this is like generations after that. 
And I'm working in that legacy on planets like this red planet. And there's something about it. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what the work is on it, but yeah, I came from that planet that was kind of like earth and it was almost like <clears throat> from a very young age, I knew what I wanted to do and I want to be here. And that's not necessarily unique to me. Like, it's kind of like, that's how it, that's how it is on that planet for whatever reason. It's not like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a where you were born kind of thing or just a more intuitive knowing. But I get the sense I'm in that legacy from that Earth-like planet and working on a different red planet. Does anything else stand out to you about this scene? Yeah, it's almost like I notice I'm standing with my back against the wall. It's like I'm having a panic attack. And it's like, did I make a mistake coming here? It's like my thoughts just kept going. And then I was like, oh, fuck, what did I do? And it's just like this really high, strong flutter in my chest. And, and it's like, I know I want to be here, but my mind is just like freaking out my body. Is your mentor nearby or are you alone here? Thank you for asking that. It's like when you asked that, I was just like so happy I was alone and that he wasn't able to see me. Mm. And then he and then he came through the door and it was just like just knew he was just like this is normal don't worry about it mm -hmm. and he's just saying really nice things mm -hmm. and just enjoy your mentor being there with you and when you're ready, just let me know what happens next. He's like <clears throat> telling me how to get through it. And he's doing it like it's a part of the job. And it is a part of the job. Um, and he's just really stressing to me the importance of the mind and how 
Oh. He's just saying when it wants to run, you have to let it run. But don't run with it. Like, watch it. Watch it run. Don't just be drug along with it. And in doing that, when it's done, I'll be able to see Yeah, I'm just trying to absorb it, I guess, what he's saying. Yeah, he's... It's almost like in his mind, this is the real training. Like he shows me all kinds of things during the day, but the way he sees it being in this job, like the real training is like, after work and and working with your mind because on that planet being alone you know I wish I could go sideways real quick if you're if mentally things don't go right so it's almost like if you teach people interpersonal skills so they can work together, like, are you doing that with yourself? And he's almost just like, you got to come apart and then you rebuild in that direction. And unfortunately, in the scenario of like where we work, Like that's sometimes that's all you have is your mind and the work you're doing. And just hearing him talk just makes me feel so good. It's beautiful. Is there anything else you'd like to explore in the scene? No. So now this wisdom is deep within you and it will stay with you as you continue on your journey. You'll easily be able to find that stream of consciousness. as you're pulled in one direction or another, finding the next scene of importance, moving there in three, two, and one. What are you aware of? I'm outside of that little home and I'm a lot old. I may be like in my thirties now and like we just got these, I don't know. I just see these really, this really clear picture of these like boots but the boots are 
they're like made specially for the type of planet that we're on and it's like I'm super excited about it and my mentor is just he's like interested but also it's like technology that he feels like he's too old to use it's almost like this is so weird so I put these boots on and I'm just like look at these boots first of all they look so cool like this they look so cool like it's giving me so much joy if I could wear them every day even though I am basically alone on this planet. But it's like, when I walk, it's like the amount of pressure I put down into the, on the ground is the amount of pressure is somehow like exponentially into the ground and then rebound. So if I were to like I could really like hop really far so I'm not like flying I'm more like just able to jump really high in the land like a like like the difference between a cat and a dog and so I'm just kind of like boinging around in these boots and my mentor is just like laughing at me and I'm laughing because it's super fun. And these boots are like, they look really cool. And I'm just thinking about so much of the work I do. I can't drive a vehicle all of the way. Like I have to walk a lot and it takes a lot of time. And so these boots are like, just allow me to like, step bigger, jump higher. What happens next? I'm like talking about <clears throat> how high I'm going to try to jump in these and how good I'm getting going to get at using them. Like kind of joking, but kind of serious. And I, he's saying something about like, something about the atmosphere and gravity and they only made it so you could only jump so high and, and I'm just thinking about like how fun this is and just I'm just like yeah everybody thinks you can't do whatever like everybody's got to rain on the parade you know um, but I'm not like saying it resentfully. I'm just like, yeah, that's just like what people do. Um, but yeah, I'm just thinking about, I can't wait to wake up and have to do whatever I do all day tomorrow. Cause I'm going to wear these boots. You'll be able to move forward in this scene. Whatever happens next, whatever you're meant to notice about this scene. This is farther into the future, not like a long way, but like where I've been playing, you know, just working in these boots and having a good time with them. 
and just getting really good at like jumping super high and um it's almost like at night I'm always playing with them um just like when the work day is done where we live like our little home structure is like in this valley kind of like tucked in between these rocks and and so I'm always just like jumping and I can jump super high like I jump and flip and I do it like every night and my mentor is just basically like he I'm like his entertainment and we just laugh and have such a good time and it's like I get so good and so used to jumping with these boots and I I it's like the next thing I know I'm I've got my boots and I'm kind of we don't where we work on this planet or this planet in general I don't know but we don't ever have to go anywhere that's so far away that we that we like every day we're at home but there's something that I needed to do that was kind of in this more remote area and it just was a little bit more like treacherous kind of and normally I think I would be in my regular shoes just because it was like rocky and I don't know it was like I don't want to stay overnight here in this tent I want to get home so I put on my boots and wherever I'm going I'm like I know I can get there faster in my boots and I'll be careful I won't like damage them on these rocks because like the loose rocks and stuff could have damaged them and then I was like if I damage them whatever I'm just going home not perfect but like um I didn't think it was a big risk. And I'm on, I'm like on this, it's really sloped and kind of like loose rocks. And it's like black rock, which I think has a, is a reason why I'm there. It's like this rock is different than like any other place I go on this planet. And my boots aren't really working that great because I have to watch my footing and they really only work when I can like get a good like press down to jump up. But I just kept them on. And I, I like kind of come to the top of this ridge and it's, I have to go a little farther. But I like, I trip. And so when I catch myself, it's like I re, that energy is rebounded up into my boot. 
And so it's like I jump accidentally. And I think I, I think I just like float away. And it just feels really sad because I was just starting to really enjoy myself there. And now I'm like gonna die when it's like, I don't even know how someone dies like this. But it's like, I'm just like grabbing for this like rock and I'm just out. And then I'm thinking about what my mentor said about layers of atmosphere and gravity and those boots and whatever and you know it all logically makes sense as to why I didn't think it would be a big deal and why it is a big deal I, I just see myself like being pulled away <sighs> yeah It just seems like such a waste. It's like I'm just overwhelmed with these feelings of like, you're so stupid, you should have known better. And I feel bad for G, my mentor. I just feel like even when I start to get it right, I get it wrong. I'm just so mad at myself. So just letting all of those feelings and all of those thoughts move through you. Allow yourself to watch those thoughts. Feel those feelings. Are you able to see a light anywhere nearby? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you're ready, just taking that final breath. Moving through the light. To the other side. Before we move too far away from this life, I'd like for you to check in with your mentor's energy. Do you get a sense of what happened after your death? I feel like he knew that that's somewhere in him. He felt of like a, oh, I knew that was going to happen. But like in a hindsight, like, oh, yeah, I was worried about that maybe more than I normally would be. But he's really sad and. 
he's just doesn't. He didn't want that for me because he was like, that must have been really scary. Yeah. You know, like just, I think he had that. But I also get the sense that he didn't, that's not how it ended for him. Like those were feelings that he moved through. But it's like this knowing, like, I get this sense of, of when you said, is there a light? And just to turn and see it. And it was like, it was like, he just knew all of that. Like, yes, scary. Yes, maybe a lot of self-hating thoughts and blame. But, like, he knew that I, like, would get to the other side. Like, it was like he just, that gave him peace. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to say to him? Any messages that you want to convey? Yeah, I'm just, I just said I was sorry for all of it, for all that time he put in training me. And it's like he always had a knowing, this higher knowing of like, yes, the work we do is important and not as important as like who we are and what we feel. And so he just has this way of like, Sometimes if I was upset, he would put his hand like right on my chest. Or like right now, he just like has a hand on my shoulder. And just like it just like pops the balloon of like anxiety inside of me. So just know that in moments of anxiety, you'll be able to also notice that feeling of his hand on your chest or on your shoulder. And you'll allow that balloon of anxiety to be popped, to relieve that pressure. It'll become easier and easier to notice that comforting, calm touch in the midst of anxiety. And then when you're ready, just moving somewhere on the other side where you can rest, reflect, and review. Why did you see this particular light? It's in relation to my fear of heights and and it well first it's like a reminder. Oh, Sarah, I don't know if I've ever described my fear of heights to you, but it's not even like a fear of heights. It's like a fear of really, really 
tall places, but I say that in the sense of like, I can look down like no problem. I might be uncomfortable at my height, but like looking down is really my only option. But looking up is like not an option. Like my brain will not send those signals to my eyeballs or my neck. And if I do, it's like my knees just like want to go out. So it was almost just like a, I guess, more of a a reminder that it's like not a fear of heights. And if I'm going down that path, I'm like looking at something that doesn't really matter. And it's like this fear of falling off the earth. So that's um, always been a nightmare of mine. I mean, I've like had literal nightmares where I'm like floating in space, um, know that I'm knowing that I'm going to die. So it's interesting. Just, I feel like it's all showing me that it's like, all related and I don't know if it's if it's the root I guess but it's like it's just a, a clearer understanding I guess of what it is yeah is there anything else for Gina to know around understanding why this fear is still present in her current life? I think it's like, I guess what's coming to mind is that in relation to the personal power that I feel and outlining that relationship, but I don't, I don't have a clear like path between the two right now. And yeah. Um, yeah, what else is coming in about that? So I guess it's kind of like a know why a feeling <clears throat> is there, understand like the logistics around it like gravity and it's almost like a yeah it's like with shadow work it's like when you really know what's going on when you know the memory when you know the triggers it's just way easier to if not dissolve them, like just watch them be in the moment and not be swept up by them. And to know like that kind of control is like, that makes us feel powerful. It's invisible. No one else might not know we're doing it, but like that is part of something that really makes us feel powerful. A lot, a lot, I've been thinking a lot about how dissociation is like so bad and how I often pull out and focus on the situation, not my experience in it. And they're just showing me like, yes, you're right. And this is a natural talent of yours. So here would be a really good space to use it. <laughs> Essentially is when you're having a panic attack um, while you're driving on a mountain road. 
and so again it's like they're just showing me of like these things in my shadow that it's like yes that's not good to do that but like here is a way where you could like pull out and just watch the situation and not be caught up in it um, intentionally uh, and to use that power um, for my benefit and with intention instead of just doing it to keep myself safe from situations that aren't even relevant anymore you know anxiety in general or on the top of a mountain <laughs> being scared Hmm. I'm just scanning your body here for any residues or stuck energy from this past life. Is any of this anxiety and fear living in your body now? Yeah, it's like kind of like blooms in my chest and just like goes through my arms and like my arms just feel so like noodles and my hands are just like sweaty I'm going to use water to like flush it out yeah so you'll be able to easily feel those sensations watch them observe them and then use water, however it feels good, to flush that fear, that residue from your chest, arms, hands. And if it feels good, to sink that up with the breath or with movement, actually shaking that out of your hands, moving your arms, whatever you need to do. Just know that naturally on the exhale, that fear, that anxiety is leaving the body. Just spend as much time as you need and let me know when you're ready. Okay. Good. Now that you have all of this space back in your chest and arms and hands, filling that up whatever you need or want whatever feeling you'd like to thanks so much for tuning in if you know someone who'd appreciate this healing method or this particular hypnotic journey send this episode to them i really appreciate it until next time take anything that makes your load feel lighter and just leave the rest